And thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free telephone number. It's 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, I don't really have much good to say or really care about what Joe Biden had to say last night because I think most of it is irrelevant in the end of the day, and there are too many dumb decisions that he's making that we've got to focus on. Uh, we have a lot of a lot of ground to cover uh, as we now are I can confirm this is now imminent. What is happening and on the ground in Israel, this this incursion into Gaza is about to begin in full force. That's what every every single sign indicates. Every single source I have that I talk to is indicating. Uh, I would imagine that this is very real. I do, though, start the show with good news. Um, and that is, according to the IDF, most hostages, they have identified 203 of them, are they believe are alive and have confirmed that they're alive. Um, and the fact that two American hostages abducted in Israel have been released, uh, that has been confirmed. Uh, Hamas linked uh, that you have a and why Joe Biden, you know, this is a guy that just paid five what was it, $6 billion, he's willing to give the number one state sponsor of terror for the release of five Americans. I just want to be very clear. I do not support paying ransom for hostages because when you pay ransom for hostages, you end up with a lot more hostages. That's how it works, unfortunately. However, there are things that, that I think might be worth negotiating on like if you want the lights turned back on, you want the water turned back on, you want some services available to the people in Gaza, well, Hamas can turn over all the hostages and maybe in exchange for that, I would not really have that big a problem uh, uh, conceding those things to them for the sake of the lives of the people that are held hostage. And they are in our prayers. Uh, but I think also the release of these two Americans is is really rooted in the fact they know damn well that holy hell is about to come raining down on them and that this and as much as as brave all the bravado all the you know die for the cause nonsense that many of these radicals believe um they they really don't deep down still want to die but die they will and why joe biden does not understand that his constant never-ending push for this $100 million to go to the Palestinians. Now, remember, none of these world leaders wanted to meet with him. Nobody from Jordan, Egypt, not even a boss. And now we're also reading that the Palestinian Authority might be rewarding the families of, of some of the uh, some of the terrorists that were killed in this, in this hostage taking or have been killed since. I'm like, so we're going to give money and they're going to use that money instead of humanitarian aid for that? to reward the people that started this war that Israel didn't want, that Israel, you know, wanted no part of, that Israel has to now defend itself with. We already know how monies that have been donated for, quote, humanitarian purposes have been allocated in the past. We know a lot of that, and I know firsthand how it's been allocated. They have literally a network of these underground tunnels. They're sophisticated. I need to pull out the old tape of me in the tunnels. I mean, you've, you've got sophisticated architecture. You've got tunnels underground. 
deep underground. I'm not sure if the one I was in was 100 feet underground. It was it was down deep. And I, I had to go down a very, very steep, you know, embankment, if you will, to get to where they, they had dug out the hole leading into one of the, the terror tunnels. And again, they're, they're all over Gaza, all of them going to Israel. All the money used for the cement and the architecture and the electricity, that was all designated for humanitarian aid. And all of it was used to build terror tunnels. So you can't convince me that the $100 million Joe is pushing to, of our money, your dollars, to give the Palestinians for humanitarian relief is ever going to get to the Palestinian people. And let us not forget all the indoctrination that goes on, the cartoons that they're showing their kids at young ages to hate, quote, uh, the Jews. That's all real. You know, I, can you absolutely look at a, a Palestinian? You see a human being. Do you know what's in their heart, their mind, their soul? Have they been indoctrinated into this, this hatred of all things Israel, all things Jewish? Do they think they're doing God's will if, if they kill innocent people? Because many of them do. And so far, you know, earlier in the week, what did we see with the treatment of hostages? We saw Hamas terrorists holding babies in their arms, the babies that they kidnapped. Why? To torture the parents that will see this on the Internet or showing the, the other hostages so their families, they, so they can be tortured. Anyway, um, we have Iranian rockets and drones now have targeted U.S. troops in Iran and Syria. This is where this gets very complicated and very serious for me. And this is, this is what I really would have liked to have heard. I had no expect, expectations that we would hear from Biden in his Oval Office address last night, which was nothing but disjointed, you know, a back and forth, a dizzying back and forth over Ukraine and back to Israel, then Israel back to Ukraine, and, uh, you know, to the point where it was... You know, frankly, a waste of anybody's time to watch it. Um, anyway, we do have information that Iranian rockets and drones are targeting U.S. troops in Iran and Syria. Now to my point, if the Israelis are now facing a possible two-front war as they, as they begin this ground incursion into Gaza, well, what do we expect is going to happen in the north? The Israelis have been preparing for a two-front war. Okay, that's why they evacuated 28 neighborhoods, uh, border neighborhoods near Lebanon in the north as as rocket fire and, and other fire has been exchanged, you know, for the last number of days. But if the Israelis begin this incursion, incursion into Gaza, I would expect that that hostilities with Hezbollah in the north are going to also accelerate. But the Israelis are prepared for that. What they're not prepared for are is Iranian involvement and the Iranians are out there telegraphing saying that you know warning Israel that their time is up we know what their stated goal is is to wipe Israel off the map we know that they think of Israel as the little Satan and America as the big Satan so now if it's a, if it does become a two-front war which Israel's been prepared for and I believe Israel will win I don't think the, I don't think it's going to be easy this was the one thing that former President George W. Bush said. Well, you know, first he said, we'll see what Bibi Netanyahu is made of. Um, I've known him for almost 30 years. I know what he's made of. And he is going to defend his country. And he's going to be successful. I can tell you if it's a two-front war, how it would end. 
And that is Israel wins in the north, they win in the south. It'll be that simple. Now, if the Iranians get involved, now we've, that changes the equation entirely. At that point in time, if that happens and there's direct involvement with the Iranians, they, they're already supplying Hezbollah, they're already supplying the Hamas, you know, not only political strategies, they were, they were the ones plotting, planning, and scheming out this entire terrorist attack. I'm talking about the Revolutionary Guard forces, the Quds forces as well. But if they get involved militarily in all of this, I'd say all bets are off. I'd say at that point, number one, you're risking an outbreak of war in the entire Middle East. That's disastrous. There's no, not, nothing good that's going to come of that. If the Iranians are directly involved themselves in firing rockets into Israel, Israel will respond. And if they feel that their very existence is threatened by Iran's involvement, I can promise all of you that hear my voice right now, all bets are off. And whatever they have to do to protect themselves, the Israelis will do. Prime Minister Netanyahu will do. We don't need to see what he's made of. I already know the guy. I know what he's made of. He has been a single lone voice of moral clarity on the world stage, the most consistent voice of moral clarity that has understood the dangers of Iran more than any other world leader. They are prepared to deal with Iran. I can promise you that part too. How bad this can get, I don't even want to tell you how bad I think it can get. It, yeah. Imagine the worst. That's how bad it can get. If Israel's existence is threatened, there's nothing they won't do to defend themselves and their country. What would you want America to do if, if our very existence was threatened? Remember, extrapolate out. What do we have? 330 million Americans. You know, Israel has a little over 9 million in terms of their overall population. Okay, they lost 1,400 people. You extrapolate the pot, you compare the, the number of dead with based on population, you apply that same math to America, that would be the equivalent of losing 38,000 plus Americans in a single day. 9-11-01, we lost 2,977. You know, after Pearl Harbor, what was it, 2,400 plus. So, you know, understand, what would you want America to do if they lost that many people? But Back to my point in a development, I think, that's being downplayed by the Biden administration that has been nothing but obsessed, you know, since his time as vice president in putting money in the hands of mullahs in Iran, the number one state sponsor of terror. But um, anyway, Iranian-backed terrorists have been attacking U.S. troops at multiple locations in the Middle East, and nobody's, no, not a lot of people have been focused on it or reporting on it. U.S. troops have repeatedly been attacked in Iraq and Syria in recent days. U.S. officials, uh, as of yesterday, you know, said that Washington is on a heightened alert for activity by Iranian-backed groups with regional tensions now soaring. There's been an uptick in attacks on U.S. forces since this conflict broke out on October the 7th when Palestinian militants from Hamas uh, perpetrated this terrorist attack. On Wednesday of this week, a drone hit U.S. forces in Syria, resulting only in minor injuries. You know, but the media, I guess, in this country is too busy, you know, spreading the, the lies and propaganda of Hamas as they did with this phony report. First of all, the hospital wasn't even hit. 
It was a parking lot. A parking lot, and, it, and that rocket took out a, a few cars, but adjacent to where those cars were destroyed were other cars that were untouched. Biden reportedly wants four times as much aid for Ukraine as he does for Israel at this point. Israel is now the top focus. Joe Biden already, frankly, blew an opportunity for U- Ukraine to to bring on the overwhelming force that was needed to win against Russia. Everyone was doubting as Putin was you know, building up his troops on the border of Ukraine. Oh, I, I don't think he's going to do anything. I'm like, are you people stupid? You got to be really dumb to believe that. But it was Biden, if you recall, did he ever demand that Europe pay their fair share first before any one American penny was sent? He had all the leverage in the world to do that. No, he just wants hundreds, hundreds of billions of dollars, just a, you know, an open cash register to Ukraine. Was it Joe Biden that was encouraging Zelensky to win the war? No. He was the one putting putting handcuffs on Zelensky. Oh, you can't take those those MIGs that Poland is offering. Why not? Oh, we can't use cluster bombs or we're, we're as bad as the enemy. Now he's lecturing Israel. Well, we overreacted in 9-11 and we made mistakes because of our anger. Well, I don't know. Maybe some of you agree with Joe, but... If uh, my baby was kidnapped or my ba- I had a young child that was killed and then beheaded or one of my sons and daughters was killed at a concert, uh, I think I'd be pretty pissed off and angry. And I don't think that anger would dissipate as much as I'm a Christian and believe, you know, forgive us as we forgive. I'm not I'm I'm not sure I could get there as long as God has me on this earth. I think everyone has a right to be angry. Stop lecturing us, Joe. Stop lecturing. Behind the scenes, he's telling, I know for a fact, he's, he's urging restraint of the Israelis in the worst terror attack in their history. No, they have to win. How do we define winning in Gaza, for example? That would be that Gaza can no longer be a launching pad for tens and tens of thousands of rockets to border Israeli cities. That would be victory. And if it's in the north, they need to accomplish the same safe zone that would be necessary in the south. 800-941-SEAN this Friday if you want to be a part of the program. You know, my pillow, Mike Lindell, they're always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. All right. For example, if you go into a store, you feel a towel, oh, it feels soft to the touch. You get home, you use it once or twice. Guess what? They're not as soft and they're not as absorbent as they were on day one. That's why he made my towels, because they work, they stay soft, and they stay absorbent. And now MyPillow is excited to announce two brand new lines for their My Towels that, for you to try. And what makes these towels so great is that they're made with 100% what's called long staple shorper cotton. Now, this comb ring spun cotton is what makes these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory low price of $29.98 just by going to the Sean Hannity Square when you go to MyPillow.com. You can get the designer premium line for just 20 bucks more. And by the way, you're going to save a fortune celebrating their 20th anniversary with MyPillow. They have deep discounts on their most popular uh, products. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Sean Hannity Square, or just call, mention my name, 800-919-6090, and you're going to love all the new products. Now at deep discounts.